Welcome everybody into the Bolts brand new podcast. We are going to start off by going through the Bolts power rankings. We don't have the sound effect yet. That will be coming shortly. With me right now, your host, Noah Bolter, alongside uh, Calvin Domingo, a sports analyst for the Bolt. Calvin, great to have you on. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Calvin, always a pleasure. So let's go through our top sevens right now. Power rankings in the NFL. Uh, seven teams, pretty relevant. Ten teams, not all ten teams are going to make the Super Bowl. Seven teams don't make the Super Bowl either. But, you know, they're, they're, they got a better shot than all ten. Uh, so let's, let's start at number seven. And this is where this week I'm putting... The cowgirls, uh, the, the <laughs> Dallas, cowgirls. the Dallas cowgirls uh, right now because their biggest weakness or one of their biggest question marks heading into the season for a lot of people. I'm not going to say that it was me, even though it was me. Uh, was their quarterback? What's going on with Dak Prescott? Is he the guy that you're going to pay uh, top dollar to at this point? It looks like he's proved it, which is good because then they're going to pay him, and then now they're going to be bad. I feel like with the way that they. Uh, are, are set up now. Dak Prescott having big performances, Ezekiel Elliott not being the focal point, whether it be because of defenses making him the focal point, we're pretty sure Dak isn't going to be able to do this against defenses that are keyed in on Dak. But for now, it's working, and that's why I have the Cowboys at 7. They play the Patriots this week. I picked uh, the Patriots, but I would not be surprised if Dallas wins this ballgame. Number 6, Interesting. I'm going... On to Minnesota. I think the Minnesota Vikings have such a talented roster. They won in Dallas. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins hasn't been that much of an issue uh, to this point of the season. Give him credit for it. He bounced back at the beginning of the season. He wasn't as effective as he has been as of late, but Stefan Diggs has been going crazy. Uh, Adam Thielen on and off with injuries, but Kyle Rudolph has stepped up and uh, had more of a role as of late. So give him credit. Minnesota at six on my list. Number five. I'm going to San Francisco, and I'm keeping them here, same spot from last week, because I was unimpressed with their win. Don't let the score fool you. The, the touchdown in the last minute was only because uh, the Cardinals were trying to make something crazy happen to go win the football game, or to at least tie it, but uh, uh, they weren't getting it done in this scenario. Uh, that When a defense can just pick up a football and run it in to the end zone, it, it, it's a spread changer. It's a spread shifter. It gets people money in Vegas, but it's it's not really uh, significant in terms of how your team performed. I don't think the 49ers performed that well. I think they should have lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals blitzed on third down. Uh, Jimmy G read it. Good job. It still wasn't that great of a throw. The Cardinals could have done a lot more uh better defensively on that play giving up a touchdown on the final drive Kyler Murray once again watching his defense give up the score Green Bay number four I think Green Bay uh they've been on and off all season long you know in, in the beginning of the season their defense was playing a little bit better than it has as of late that might be because of the fact that now people see what they're trying to do this defense this offense they're both different than prior years new head coach and Matt LaFleur uh, they've, they've shown some abilities, uh, very special offensively in terms of the talent that they have, Aaron Jones, Williams, uh, the backs that they have, and the wide receiver, uh, Devontae Adams to go alongside Aaron Rodgers, decent offensive line, a very talented roster, and so what I would say, Green Bay, I'm keeping them at four because they don't have uh, as many signature wins, I would say, and so this week coming up, Sunday Night Football, a chance to get a signature win at uh, San Francisco. That's going to be a really fun matchup. I'm just happy because one of these teams has to lose. Number three, moving on down my list, 
has to be New Orleans. I'm not moving them down uh, because of a loss the uh, other week to Atlanta because they were just fine last week against Tampa Bay. Uh, this this is a very well-coached team, a good defense. I hope they shut down McCaffrey this week because I play against them in fantasy. Uh, and so this is this is one of those weeks. I, I have confidence in New Orleans. They've dominated their division except for Atlanta, and Atlanta's been playing extremely well. We saw what Atlanta did to Carolina last week. So what happened to New Orleans isn't quite as embarrassing. Uh, number two, I'm going to New England. The Patriots, uh, such a good ball club, so, so well coached. Uh, do I have to explain much else? Uh, they're they're nine and one, I believe. Uh, maybe ten and one at this point. It doesn't matter. They have one loss, and it's been to Baltimore, uh, who is my number one team as well. Uh, but New England, uh, give them credit that until somebody knocks off the champ, I'm not putting them ahead of the champ. The only team that did knock off the champ is my number one team. Baltimore, uh, best team in the league right now. That's because they are the Rams of last season. No one has figured out how to stop this offense. It's very unique. And what by having a quarterback that runs, you're allowing your blockers to not have or to you're allowing your blockers to have one extra blocker. Uh, normally, defenses try to play numbers games, try and over uh, overstack the side that you're going to run to. That way, they have more defenders than you have blockers. Therefore, they can come up and make a tackle. Well, when your quarterback's the one running the football, normally he becomes irrelevant as soon as he hands the ball off. Now, by him running the football, your running back becomes an additional blocker, and you get more chances to get an open play down the field. Lamar Jackson creates so much opportunity for this offense. I'm not taking away from him, but eventually they're going to catch up to these systems. He's still going to make plays because he's such an athletic monster. Uh, but their level of success uh, to this point is not going to continue as much as it has been right now. So once again, going through my top seven, uh, Cow Cowgirls at seven, Minnesota at six, San Francisco at five, Green Bay at four, New Orleans three, New England two, Baltimore one. I don't put the Seahawks on my top seven uh, because of the fact that the one week that I did, they lost to New Orleans. The next week that they lost, the Seahawks have two losses all season long. New Orleans, and it's because I put them on my top seven, and Baltimore because Russell Wilson had a pick. As long as Russell Wilson doesn't have a pick and I don't put them on my top seven, they're undefeated. Calvin. <laughs> all right, let's kick off. My list at number seven, I had the Minnesota Vikings at eight and three. Last week on my list, they were also at number seven. Um, this past week, they defeated the Broncos, but in a weird fashion. Um, they were down, I think it was 20 to zero at half, and I was very confused. Um, watching the game was pretty hard, and it kind of raised questions as to whether or not Kirk Cousins has fully gotten over the, the narrative of whether or not he's the right quarterback for this team. Mm. And it kind of just led me to remember that, oh, Adam Thielen isn't playing. Um, Dalvin Cook's struggling. You know, every star is going to have that game where it's just not their day. Mm. And so Denver's obviously not going to be the playoffs, so Minnesota's not going to have to worry about them. But it does give me a little bit of, I guess, cause for concern um, further down the line. Um, and that game against us on Monday night, I mm. think it's a week from this Monday, this upcoming Monday. Oh, yeah. That's going to show us a lot because um, if you guys all remember from last year when Minnesota came to Seattle – it didn't end so well, so it was uh, a we'll defensive s- battle. It was. It was yeah. great. It was down Good to game. the fourth quarter, and they had a shot. Right. I remember. I think that was my, on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely remember that game. Um, but I can't wait for that game. That game's gonna tell us a lot. Um, I'm hoping Adam Thielen's gonna be back just for the sake of my fantasy team. Mm. But <laughs> I'll cross my fingers on that one. Moving on. To, moving on to number six on my power rankings. Have the Green Bay Packers at eight and two. They were on bye last week, so we didn't get to see them in action. But the last time we saw them play, they had a goal line stand against Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina Panthers, who have been on a downward spiral. Um, I don't see them making the playoffs. But with Green Bay, um, the week before that, they did have that weird loss to the Chargers and. 
with every single game, with every week that passes, the Chargers are looking more and more like they're just not what they were last Except year. Except against the Packers. Except against the Packers, which is which was weird. I mean, that game was in L.A. Um, I, I don't know. It could just be a sign of how good the teams are. You think so? No. <laughs> I'm very optimistic. About the Packers? Uh, no, about them being bad. Oh, about them being bad. <laughs> which would be good for us, optimism. <laughs> Seahawks fan optimism. Right. Come on, it's always good to you know, show that hometown love. Um, but with the Packers, you know, Nick kind of hit all the points. I mean, Noah kind of hit all the points earlier, I'm sorry. Um, you know, they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Obviously, he's not the same, or he's not what he once was. But I feel like come mm. playoff time, um, he's going to be able to ease... Kind of ease some of those concerns. I mean, he's still clutch. He still he still has that clutch gene. He he still has that pinpoint accuracy. Um, he has a solid running game, a defense. Aaron Jones is looking like one of the best running backs in football this season. I think he currently leads uh, football in rushing touchdowns with eleven. Um, and they have a good one-two punch in the backfield. You know, it's not just Aaron Jones. Jamal Williams is doing some of the heavy lifting as well, getting work out of the backfield. Devonta Adams is back healthy. Um, so I, I like what Green Bay has to has to offer. Um, Sunday night's gonna be a real test at San Fran. Sunday night football. They flexed our game, Seattle at Philly, to to make room for this game. So let's hope for a show. Is Aaron Rodgers a top three NFL quarterback right now? Yeah. In football right now, he's not. Oh, who's right your now top he's three? not top three in no particular order. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and man, that's you're not gonna give it to old MVP last year. Oh, Pat, oh, I forgot Pat Mahomes is healthy now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that, that's easy. It's Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson. Right. Um, otherwise, I would throw Deshaun Watson Deshaun ahead Watson of, ahead four. of him, too. Rodgers maybe five? Yeah. Nah, what the way I, Prescott's been playing? Uh-uh, I'm putting nah. Rodgers five. Rodgers who, five. Who, who just went, went down there and went in Jerry World? Oh, that was well, it wasn't Prescott. <laughs> but, I mean, but Rodgers had, didn't have any touchdowns in that game. Man, he didn't need to. It was he a blowout. <laughs> it was a blowout. But yeah. I mean, Aaron, I remember Aaron Jones having four touchdowns in that game. So what if he was? What if Aaron Rodgers was the, was the one being lifted? Okay, one one of the teams won, one of them didn't, and that's what it comes down to. I give it to the winning quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo played a good game against Seattle. Who won? Russ. Ah. <laughs> I guess I kind of, you know, you know. But uh, keep going through your list. Okay, uh, moving on to number five. I have the New Orleans Saints. They were, last week they were able to bounce back against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the tune of thirty-four seventeen, which was expected. Um. But that loss was a little confusing. I didn't understand that loss to Atlanta, but maybe Atlanta's onto something. You know, mm. they've had two wins in a row. Mm. Um, in the second half, they were able to contain us. Uh, if you guys remember, that was a couple weeks ago. Seattle traveled to Atlanta. We came out with the victory, but... Man, we were sleepwalking. We were asleep. Yeah. First half, I was like, oh, we got this. Second half, we were a completely Blue. different team. Matt Schaub was playing like a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He mm. threw for over 400 passing yards mm. against us. Hall of Fame? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> He, he definitely lit us up. Right. He, he definitely lit us up. Lit us up. Um, but ever since that game, Atlanta's been on a roll. So I guess we got to kind of give them credit. And New Orleans, like I said, was able to bounce back with the victory against Tampa Bay. Um, New Orleans has a tough slate coming up ahead of them. Though. You know, they have games against Carolina still. Um, well, they have about, a game against San Fran. What about that defense? How, how, how about how they performed against Matt Cryan? Or the Bryant? Saints? Yeah, that Saints defense. How do you feel about them? Because they, they were a lot better early on against Seattle, against... Uh, they weren't that good against L.A. early on. How do you feel about mm. that defense? Where Are they a top 10? Are they top 5? Oh, top 10 defense for sure. Um, I think five? in that Top 5? I think we're pushing it a little bit with top okay. 5. Um, okay. Last week, against Matt Ryan, they were missing Marshawn Lattimore, obviously one of the top cover corners in football. So okay. that kind of played a part into why they kind of fell apart defensively. Against, wait, against Atlanta, they, they had him for part of the game. 
It okay, was, yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't the... Because I remember that first half, he was doing things to my man Julio. That was not fun to watch. I was, <laughs> I was watching from the sideline, man. I made a trade for you, big fella. Bro, remember what he did to Mike Evans early in the year? Oh, my Zero word. catches, zero yards? What is that? My goodness. Yeah. And then the next week, he exploded for like eight catches, 193 and two? Jeez, man. So, no, Marshall Latimer was a beast, you know. I get but, it. You know, he played some of the game, but he did miss the majority of it. Since um, we're, do- we're playing this game, top the corner in the NFL? I'd say top three. Top three. Top Him, three. Ramsey. Ramsey's falling off a little bit. I'm, yeah. I don't like. I don't like Ramsey's. I like Gilmore. I like Gilmore. I, I forgot like, about Gilmore. I like Lattimore. I like Gilmore as my top two right now. Okay. What and do you I, think I like about Ramsey is three. Ramsey. Oh, Ramsey is three. Okay. Yeah. I'm liking what Chadavis White is doing in Buffalo. Oh, he's nice. He's nice. He's nice. Yeah. Put, put him at four. Probably. Put him at four. Okay. Who? Might as well. Who's gonna round out the top five? <laughs> <laughs> we might as well. I mean, we uh, have four now. That, that's when it gets tough. Uh, that's, I, all right. All right. So where? So, where what, who? Sherm? No. No, no. no, 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 no. Quick to shoot no. that now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You can't, not Sherm right now. Not you know, Sherm? You're catching me off guard right here. Uh, what, Who are you thinking? Where? Or are you, I'm looking at, here's I got it. Marlon Humphreys. Mm. He's playing some ball right now. Oh, Baltimore's looking good. Baltimore, <laughs> yeah. I just think I'm Marcus Peters, I mean. He can hit, too. That's Oof. the thing with him. I like how he's been balling out there. I say Marlon Humphreys rounds okay. out my top five. Okay, so I mean, is he a pro bowler then? Because right now, you know, pro what? bowler is going on. Um, if he's my top five corner, of course he's a pro bowler. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> oh, let's forget I asked that. Um, I was talking about New Orleans. Was I okay? So New Orleans, you know, obviously they have the they have all the the uh, the ingredients to make a Super Bowl run. Uh, uh-huh. They have a head coach. Uh-huh. They have a quarterback. They have a top flight defense. Um, they have superstars on offense. Michael Thomas. Can we put him in the MVP MVP conversation? No. I mean, no. 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 All right. Well, look. He's, I know he's a wide receiver, but look, if you look at his game log, he's just putting up numbers regardless of who's that quarterback, regardless of who he's playing against. He's the number one wide receiver. Well, yeah, but I mean, look, he, he was the highest paid, right? This past offseason, mm-hmm. they made him the highest mm-hmm. paid receiver in football. The offensive line playing real good. Offensive line's playing they good, got but... Two, they had two starting running backs. But check this out, though. After Michael Thomas, can you name their number two receiver? Uh, take in. But if Ted Ginn was another team's number two receiver, I mean, no, no, I understand that. I understand that. But the thing is, their defense and their run game are so well coached, and that's why, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's why that, he's able to put up we, the we video game, like, numbers. And so the other thing is that system. Like, remember when uh, Jimmy Graham in Green Bay, Seattle, not putting up the same numbers? Oh, in New nowhere Orleans, near. In New Orleans, he was just a Gronk, beast. Gronk-esque? Give credit to Sean. Not as competitive. Com- like, that, okay. that was close. Uh, the, give credit to Sean Payne. I, th- I think it's a lot to do with that offensive scheming. Okay. So, Michael Thomas is more of a, a product of the system. Uh, he's a physical free. It, he's Julio Jones with a better coach. Okay. And so, that's like why that. that's why uh, he's still like a transcendent player of the game. Right. But he, he's, not, he's not at his peak yet. And he's a young Julio Jones. Like, Julio mm-hmm. Jones when he still had Roddy White next to him. Oh, I forgot. Roddy White was a beast. Yeah. He was a beast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, People forget about him. So, so <laughs> Really? So, Michael Thomas right now, like, he, he's in a good spot. He's the number one wide receiver. He, he's he's a young Julio Jones. He's got to get better. Oh, and, and, he's still and young. He, he, he's going to be the best receiver in football. He is not yet, though. Uh, I wouldn't give it to him. Who's the best receiver in football right now? If Be- it's not Michael Thomas. Best receiver in football right now. Right now. Wow, I just had it. I'm I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I 
let, let's talk about the guys that are up there, right? Okay. In terms of, of just the the talent and abilities, right? We got Michael right. Thomas, got Julio, Mark Cooper been playing good. Oh, Mark Cooper, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you talk about uh, AB out the game, but he's still good. With, no, I'm just kidding. He out the game, but uh, OBJ. That was what's the wide receiver that's been breakout this year? Adams, Adams, Devontae Adams. Oh, Devontae. Okay. He's an extremely good down the field threat. I I look at Adams. Uh, is one of the best wide receivers in football right now. Is Cooper Cup in there? Uh, no. No. He okay. he he. So he's great at bringing in the football. He's great at uh, reading zones. There was another wide receiver. I'm blanking on him right now. But there was a guy that I had as the number one receiver. Uh, no. No. Couldn't be. Wouldn't happen to be Tyler Lockett. You know. He slept on. He slept on. And okay. he, he could be up there. But keep keep going through your list. Okay, moving on to number four. Showing some hometown love here. The Seattle Seahawks, 8-2. and two. Last week in my power rankings, they were at number six. Um, this past week, they were coming off a bye. So, obviously, they didn't have a game to play. But the last time we, that we saw them play, they had that overtime thriller against the San Francisco 49ers. And, boy, was that a game. Obviously, I think it's up there. Game of the year. Um, it has to be up there. I mean, look, we went all the way down to overtime and... This game was almost a tie. I thought this game was a tie after Russ threw that pick. I was just like, wow, you know, what a good game. But I think with that victory, we were able to finally add some legitimacy to, to our record. Mm. A lot of the concerns about I got it. our – You got it. I'm, I'm so sorry. I was just no, – I no, totally no. – I was looking it up. DeAndre Hopkins. De- oh. Nuke. Nuke. That's, that's the best receiver in football right now. And he just lit up the Colts with six catches, 94-2 right. last night. We were, <laughs> we were going to mention him in our top yeah. five. What is going on? Who, who else we made? We didn't bring up no Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Oh my! What are we doing? And then there was there was one more. Oh, the one guy and another guy. I think he competes with Michael Thomas right now, and he shared the same first name, Mike Evans. Chris Godwin too. I forgot about Chris Godwin. No, been... leave, leave him out of the top. No, no, <laughs> leave him out. Of, that's no. Juju. That's Juju. Juju's a top ten receiver right now. No, I'm saying like I'm saying Juju. Oh, to he's AB. like the. Oh, he's the Juju. Right. Okay. Like, like he's the second option. So if he was to be the number one option on his own team, he's not he's gonna be the same. Not, okay. No, no, he's okay. not gonna be the same. He's putting but up I, video so, game so like Nuke's my number one, and Mike okay. Evans and Mike Thomas are very close seconds right now. Okay. I I like that list. Yep. Tyreek Hill on that top five. Uh, yeah, he right around there. He he's might. He might. There. Just by his. Are we talking fully healthy? Yeah, fully healthy. I mean, because right now they're on bye, so... Are, are, is A.B. on the list? Nah, he's a free agent. He's okay, not okay. team. Okay, so if we're, let's just go through the top five then. Okay, let's do it again. Run it <laughs> all back. All right, so I got... I got... I got... So, number one, I got Nuke. Nuke, okay. Nuke Hop- Hopkins. Uh, number Solid two, team. I got to go all the way to my man's... Uh, I'll give it to Michael Thomas right now. Okay. I put Michael Evans at three. All right. Uh, going out to number four... That's when we start to get into our, our Keenan Allens, our mm. Julios. Julio. I, I'll probably put Julio uh, number Here's the track four. record. Yeah, track record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number five is where I started to find a Tyreek Hill. I think I put Tyreek Hill at Tyreek five. Tyreek Hill? Okay. Yeah, I mean, we saw that once he came back from that shoulder injury, he already had, like, multiple, I think it was touchdowns in his first game back. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not. Excellent trade, by the way. For those of you. So for those of you out there, real quick, I traded the San Francisco 49ers defense for Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. San Francisco 49ers defense for Tyreek Hill and the LA Rams defense. Yep. And that was a trade. I just accepted immediately. That's wife swap. <laughs> right. And I was, as soon as I saw the the option of, no, it wasn't an option, but once I saw the 
pending commissioner's approval, uh-huh. I was just like, oh, no way Noah's going to approve this. I was not finna just decline it. You, yeah. But then I was like, hold up. He had a trade. Where he traded Carryon Johnson, That's Deshaun Jackson, what, that was, I and Golden Tate for Julio Jones. I just had to respect it. <laughs> I just had to, I shook his hand, bro. I'm like, bro, you pulled it off, man. Hey, but you know what's crazy? Because I told him, I think it was a week after he made his trade, I was like, hey, I'm going to finesse one of these guys for a trade. And... <laughs> I made it happen. Yeah, and he just texted the same dude. Hey, bro, I need you to win this week. <laughs> Set your lineup. <laughs> I mean, he said yep. Yeah, so, <laughs> he said yep. Um, the takeaway, he said yep. Yep. It made it. it that justifies it. I hope he actually does it, but I'll check back in on that later. Um, so number four teams, like I said, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, once again, you know, they also have the recipe for for a Super Bowl. You know, they have the they have the quarterback, they have the coach. Mm. But I'm excited to see what you know what we got going this Sunday against Philly. Philly's banged up. And if we're really a Super Bowl team, this is mm. the game that we should win. Mm. So, Seattle number four. Moving on to number three, I have the New England Patriots at 9-1. and one. Last week in my power rankings, they were also at number three. Um, they're coming off a 17-10 victory against the Eagles. It was sloppy. It was ugly. But it was a victory. They got the dub. Mm. Um, they're playing the Cowboys this week. Mm. So it'll be a good matchup. It's in New England. Um, and with every win that comes, I mean, it's going to get us a little further away from that beating that they took, you know, in Baltimore. Mm. But I feel like, you know, people are t- kind of overreacting to that. Um, New England's going to get past whatever is plaguing them right now. And once it comes down to playoffs, they're going to be about business. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think there's anything to worry about from there. But as of right now, they're the number t- three team in my power rankings. Mm. Moving on to number two. Chill. I hate to put them over here, but Chill. at 9-1, and one, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they're coming off a pretty narrow win against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, obviously, as Noah alluded to earlier, it helped out a lot of betters with that last-second defensive <laughs> touchdown that they had. Or um, hurt. Or hurt a yeah. lot of betters. It also could have hurt a lot of people in fantasy or helped a lot of people in fantasy for those of you who started the San defense. Francisco 49ers defense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but with San Fran, it was a little bit concerning for me to see them struggle against Arizona both times this mm. season. You know, those games were close. The first game was a three-point game. The second game, it would have been another three-point game if not for that last-second touchdown. Both games real cliff, yeah. cliffhangers. Right. Against cliff- Arizona, I mean, cliff- yeah, they're Kingsbury. looking. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. But <laughs> with Arizona, although they do have some pieces, you got to admit, they're not one of the better teams in football. Mm. And for Arizona, I mean, for San Fran to struggle the way that they did, mm. I get that this is a divisional matchup and divisional games are always heated. They're mm. always... They're always, you know, down the wire, and okay. they're good games, competitive games, but if San Fran's going to be a Super Bowl team expected to be one of the best in football, if not the best, you don't struggle against the same team twice. It's not like, it's not like Seahawks football. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> us when we were good against the Rams. All right, well, they just they have a number on us, so <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's but a little different. A little, some, reason to be concerned for San Francisco Yeah, fans. reason to be concerned for sure. So keep an eye on us for that. Uh, moving on to my number one team, the Baltimore Ravens at 8-2. and two. They're mm. coming off a dismantling of the Houston Texans. Mm. And they have Deshaun Watson, our quarterback, who just so happens to be a top-five candidate for MVP. And for a guy, for a team that has a top-five MV- I mean, top candidate for MVP, you just don't expect to see his team get blown out 41-6. to six or Borderline top-five. Borderline, okay, borderline top-five. But, yeah, he's, he's, but in there. he's up there. Yeah, he's up there. And so, I mean, it was in Baltimore, but that was very surprising for me to see. I expected a shootout, and instead we got... One of the harder, one of the more harder to watch games of the week, mm. um, but Baltimore's looking real good. Um, I think right now they're the, they're the best team in football. No, no, that I think that's uh, a consensus pick by at least uh, some of the more intelligent. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> by, uh, by by us, we agree on that. Right. So Baltimore, even on the show last week, uh, we 
we were the ones to agree. I actually didn't change my top seven except for the seventh team mm. uh, from last week, you know, just because I kind of like, I, I predicted pretty much everything that was going to happen. But this has been the Bolt, uh, our, our power ranking segment. We got a couple top fives in there as well. Uh, tune in. We're going to keep posting segments like this uh, pretty much three, two, one times a week. Uh, you're home for Saturday morning sports and weekly sports now, The Bolt.